Hello everybody, welcome to Conversations in Coffee, episode number three. We had a very, very special guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Glenn McGoldrick. Yes, sir. Glenn, brother. For those of you that don't know Glenn, Glenn is the director of Menspire Ireland. Uh, Glenn, where is Menspire at the moment? Um, so, first of all, Roxanne, for having us on. No man. problem at all. Pleasure. I know we've been Thanks trying to get it going for a Thanks while. Thanks for giving me some of your time. No, no worries at all, bro. No, we've been, we've been trying to get it going for a while. So, um, Cheers thanks for having Thank us you. on. Thank no you. No worries. Um, so, basically, we're, we're in our salon here in Dublin mm-hmm. called Menspire. And we're based on Angel Street in Dublin mm-hmm. too, right next to Angel Street DIT campus. Um, yeah, we're, we're open 18 months now, mm-hmm. so it's been amazing. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and you've another shop on the way then, have you? Yeah, we've got, we've got shop number two on the way. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be opening a second salon and we're going to be opening an academy. Brilliant. So they'll be based in Fibsworth. Fibsworth, the second yeah, shop. On the yeah. north side, yeah. So right. we, we, we were almost trying to get an area that was a carbon copy of industry brilliant, brilliant because we knew it worked so well yeah so you know i mean so this is so easily accessed for people coming in you can get all sorts of bus routes in the lewis in yeah this is so central on the south side of dublin and then you're going to open one up then on the the north on the side, north side yeah. Yeah. you excited uh, for that yeah yeah absolutely man. yeah everyone's buzzing absolutely yeah. the fibs is almost the same distance from the liffey as industry is yeah so you look at it on a map yeah. it's not much further not it's a little far, bit yeah. further like yeah so it was well thought through, you, you didn't just jump on the nearest kind of nah. opportunity, you thought through where you're putting it, make sure it suits the absolutely. clients and everybody coming absolutely. in. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, like, you know, we actually weren't planning on opening a second shop no. this soon. But um, just demand is just obviously there, is it? Yeah, demand is there, Yeah. and the premises that we've managed to get hold of yeah. is you know it's absolutely ideal really for what we want to do yeah you know what i mean i seen the video on your on the men's sport or yeah. instagram page um obviously like it looks like it's yeah, just being yeah. gutted and everything's being dragged it's up and down mess, out of it. Yeah. yeah but it's exciting it's though yeah bro, so a whole new team there then whole new team whole yeah. new team yeah well to be fair like me me and and reza which is reza is the operations manager yeah. great guy at, yeah. at this shop yeah me and him will be down there reza will be based there Almost full time. Okay. He'll probably be there four days a week and he'll okay. be here one day a week. I'll be split my time up evenly, hopefully between the three businesses, which mm-hmm. would be this salon, Fibsworth Salon, and the Academy. And the Fibsworth Academy yeah. So I'll be trying to divide my time up between yeah. the three of them. Do you know what I mean? Excellent. Um, so it won't be a yeah. thing where like one of the barbers here might step in over there to so give other people in that area an opportunity to see what this type of, it won't be like that, will it? Yeah, it'll be brand I mean, new like, team. We, we, are, we are definitely hoping to bring one stylist from here. To the new salon full time yeah yeah full time brilliant just to set the tone yeah do you know what i mean but we're just not fully sure who it's going to be yet or what way we're going to yeah. work it because at the same time all of our stylists here now are quite busy they've got yeah. quite quite a busy column do you yeah know what yeah I mean? yeah one or two of the new lads are still definitely building their columns but they're reasonably busy so mm-hmm. moving someone from a seat that's busy yeah you know, where they're be pretty comfortable they're they've, comfortable they've found themselves for the exactly. last 18 months yeah it's a big they've change got, they've then. got clients it's a big change so yeah at the same time we're almost thinking from the angle of that well me and Rez can definitely set the tone 
in there as well with a brand mm. new team Brilliant. without disrupting the piece here because when the barber so goes the customer has to go with him then exactly, to that new shop yeah exactly. yeah and so that might suit them exactly. but tell us like i know obviously your story i've known you since we played football together in lord celtic and, <laughs> and i mean we went to school together and Man. you've changed massively in in a great way yeah. since growing up with you yeah i mean you've done amazing things you've built That's this bro. brand in ireland obviously they're in the uk men's fire with yeah. josh and That's sam awesome. over there but like what you've done here and the team you have like you've picked them all very carefully because like I always say, with, sometimes I come in and Craig might say to me, you know, you and me today, or Dill might say, you and me today, Absolutely. I just, I'm loyal to the shop. I like to come back to Mensport. If I can't get you on, you know, you're not available next week, I'll book in with Craig, I'll book in with Dill, because I trust and I have confidence in kind of every <coughs> in brand, chair. Yeah, yeah in yeah, the brand, yeah. exactly. You all kind of deliver the same kind of portfolio. Yeah. But just tell other people, just, just brand new people that are, are tuning in to learn about you. Yeah. How has your journey been? You know, how have you got to where you are now? Um, so I suppose, yeah, I suppose it starts when I initially got, got into cutting hair, mm -hmm. which was um, when I was, I was in sixth year in school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the usual didn't really know what to do, didn't yeah. know where I was going. Like I actually didn't really, I wasn't planning on getting into hair. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't something that I'd set a goal at in sit here and was down to achieve. It actually came off the back of not getting into college that I then looked at hair as a as an opportunity, which was almost a blessing in disguise, one would say. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember I had um I had picked the course, didn't get the points to get into that course. So obviously dropped got the results. Disappointed there. Disappointed. So you were like, what's the other alternative route yeah, to take? Yeah. Literally, what 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 we're we gonna do, where am we gonna go? And um, I've been following Sam and Josh, who obviously founded Men's Fire. I've mm -hmm. been following them on Instagram for probably a year or two prior to this. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually bringing images of their haircuts into local barbershops in Ireland, trying to get the same haircut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously wasn't getting no. the same haircut. No, yeah, but, but trying it. to achieve the trying same. Trying to achieve yeah. the same the same standard. Yeah, yeah. And looking at the boys in London, thinking, wow, like the levels that they're setting standards-wise yeah, yeah. was phenomenal. So. Um, yeah, got into hair, and then obviously I knew, I kind of briefly knew Craig, Craig Murthy through a, a, mm -hmm. a, a friend, a mutual friend, Tyrone Stewart, actually, you know Tyrone. Yeah, you? I know Tyrone, well, great fella, yeah. I remember texting Tyrone, asking him to yeah. kind of put me in touch with Craig, because I knew Craig was already trimming and stuff. Craig was trimming from his bedroom, and then you Craig started trimming from, his from bedroom. your bedroom. Exactly. I was getting haircuts off Craig in his house. I went up, the, I went up yeah. to your place, got a haircut off you. Then you two ended up in the merchant together. Yeah, exactly. Then you were in men's haircut together. We were, we've, we've been, we've been in a yeah. couple of places, man. We've worked on and off with you two since day one. Came up we've together, always had the same vision. Yeah, we've yeah. had the same vision since day one. That's amazing. Yeah. So you know, you'd almost say that you know we were holding, we were almost like a carbon copy of Sam and Josh in, in the UK, in, like, in the Irish, Irish and we even resemble them in similar ways. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird, well, you're but Sam, then I see that. It's strange. Yeah, it is strange, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. So Craig, like, Craig, Craig, Craig was trimming. He was working away, mm. um, and me and Craig started chatting. We were trimming, um, you know. At, at each other's houses and stuff like that mm -hmm. and you know we started chatting more and more me and Craig started to realize that you know the vision we had for barbering and, and hairdressing in Ireland was actually the same you know we were trying to revolutionize things mm -hmm. in Dublin and trying to make things a little bit more bespoke a little bit more high-end yeah a little bit more fashion focused you know what mm -hmm. I mean and that, that didn't exist here bro no. like, they had a couple of shops that were what you would call like good traditional barbershops like the mm -hmm. merchant like fantastic barbershop yeah mm -hmm. had, had a great reputation for years it's probably the only place you would go and get a haircut. Bangs smacking the, still the temple bar, yeah, yeah, another one, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a men's salon, do you know what I mean? It was, no. it was a barbershop, that's all yeah. it was. And 
you know, you get good haircut there, but mm. it was it was definitely still a step down from what was going on in London. With but you, you'd seen it because you went brands. over and you were like benchmarking off what you see there, and then looking exactly. here, and it's just not. It, didn't it just exist. wasn't there, man. Non-existent. Just, the standard yeah. didn't exist. So yeah, from that then, me and uh, me and Craig started working together on the Grafton Barber. Mm. I got an apprenticeship there, and Craig had just finished his apprenticeship there, so he was on the floor, and I was coming in as a brand new apprentice, mm-hmm. and. Pride said to me, I'm bringing Josh the Monica here next week to do trims. And like I said, no shop way. The pop up shop, yeah. yeah. And it was actually, it was strange, but it was also linked. So I had known Josh. He reached out to you to tell you this, like. Yeah, well, yeah, well me and Pride were working together. Yeah, so, so he's so like, I'm bringing he's Josh. Said, I'm bringing Josh. Have you ever heard of Josh? And I was like, bro, of course I have. I've yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, so he brought Josh here and we went, and there was actually, Josh was coming to trim at the place where I was doing my um, barbering, um, was it a course, yeah? Mm-hmm. The six week course. So it was all linked. It was weird that he was even coming there to do it. Meant as well. to it was weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was meant to be. Yeah, because yeah. that was the introductory so really for you. That was where you're all only came. watching these guys on Instagram and social media. Yeah, and you're like, fellas coming over. That's where all exactly. That's where all began. So me and Craig went and got trims off him, and we were just flabbergasted, bro. Like the trims we got were just mm-hmm. like nothing I've ever seen before. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And. Um, so me and Craig got trims off. Me and Craig were thinking, "Wow, like we need to get to London." So uh, every time we, we want to trim there. like this, we have to take a we plane need, trip over to, yeah. to London. Now we want this in Dublin. But like quite literally, we were thinking, "We need to get to London yeah, to train. Yeah. We need to get there. We need to get out of Dublin. Dublin's just yeah. too small. There's yeah. not enough here. If we want to do what what we are set to and do learn. and be the best we can be, we mm-hmm. need to be in London. That's yeah. where it's all that. And aside from men's sport, it was huge. You know, individuals and brands that were based in London that were doing the same thing, like mm-hmm. Kevin Luckman, Jody Taylor, Charlie Cullen, all these boys are like Ruger massively into it. Yeah, Ruger yeah, there yeah, in Manchester, yeah. they're sick as well. So the, the, it was just a, the, the, like the whole industry in the UK was different. We're we little, there we were a couple of steps there. ahead, you know, Far, like we yeah. were years behind. We were years behind. Yeah. And so, still would be. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. We still would be. I think. Um, Absolutely. Not to say men's bar is is the you know the cause for Ireland up in its game in the the barbering and men's grooming, but it's definitely influenced them. It ha- it's had a massive impact on it. Definitely. I mean, I was used to going just to the local barber shop and paying 12 euro for a cut. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it was fine, but like when you come here and you're only paying a couple of euro more, and people are thinking, as I'd never pay 20 euro for a haircut. Yeah, okay, that's, I understand that, but just check the difference. Because if you go to a barber shop and they do a great job and you, and you go home and you have a shower yeah. and you try to style it again yourself, it doesn't the same. you guys here are nearly cutting it, that the, the head has a shape then. And every time you come back, there's Absolutely. this kind of sense of, you're not getting into the chair every time saying, what do you want now this time? And it's, it, you guys know, you build up a relationship and you get build to know your clients man. and it's all going through the book. There's a lot to yeah. it. Like, you know, people it, think is, that when they is. come in and they're just getting to see yeah. that, it's very one dimensional. Yeah. I've had clients, good clients, that read their clients in the seat when I've been doing courses and teaching people. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the course, they go, wow, bro, I actually didn't realize how much was involved in this. Mm-hmm. From the minute the client walks, walks the door, the door there's, yeah. a, there's a technique behind mm-hmm. all that. From the minute the client walks the door, there's, there's techniques in that as well. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? All the way through the actual technical haircut. It's not well. just come in, huge, sit in the chair and get, and get out. No, no you, you're, you're wanting to make the experience for the client the Absolutely. best you possibly can. Absolutely. And if you don't want me to ask you, then what was the, you probably don't think back on it now. I don't want you to really think back on it much, but what was the route if it wasn't for Barbara? And what, where would you think you'd be? I mean, um, it's clearly changed your life. Absolutely, bro. It's yeah. been, like, from a young age, it's been quite determined. Like, you know, I've always had a passion for business and mm-hmm. stuff, you know what I mean? And um, I've always hustled a little bit, you know what I mean? In school and stuff, all this, like, soul stuff in there. I remember lockers, you, you know were crazy I mean? for the runners and everything, and everyone <laughs> yeah. was looking at you, and you were like, you're the best pair of runners ever. Yeah. So I Going around on PE days. 
I loved hustling, bro. Yeah, I was you, you were into that. You, you were always loved into that, like, yeah. Loved, like, the kind of nitty-gritty sort of business and stuff. So yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was either going to get solely into business and just focus on that, or mm-hmm. at the same time, I've always felt quite practical and quite creative. Like, in still, the only thing that I was only good at, bro, were, like, practical-based stuff. You know what I mean? I was using my hands, so it was never... Engineering or work or something. Yeah. I mean, I knew I wasn't academic. I wasn't yeah, but there's some people, really. Glenn, in fairness, now, like, there's people that are social smart, and then there's people that are book smart. Actually, bro, this I is mean, the difference. We all know people that got 500 plus points in the leaving. Can't hold but you, can't, you know what I mean? That's so what's more valuable, bro. You, you've got something that's priceless. Exactly. You, know I mean? you can't study something. for that. Nah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's, I've only learned, I suppose, later on in, in life, going through business and stuff, that that's far more valuable to be able to actually, you know, communicate your way through, bro. network with people, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I suppose, like, from, from, I don't know, really, bro, what, what I would have done. No. Honestly, man. It doesn't I was, matter either. I was stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get into college. And then I was just really intrigued yeah. by, you know, like, I knew I didn't want to get into barbering as such, mm-hmm. like the local barbering. There was nothing yeah, attractive about that whatsoever. Yeah. Working locally, you know, no. doing walking, Shop, hopping around different shops here and there. there yeah. Not at all, man. What, what made me, what appealed to me was the creative side of it, like being on stage, presenting, you know, like potentially globally, you know, educating. Um, being involved in fashion, you know, being involved in a brand that was, you know, creative, trendsetting, you know, a brand that was actually trying to, mm-hmm. you know, change things. You know what I mean? You're I, part I, I of a community, though, aren't you? You're almost yeah. like, I think anybody that kind of joins the men's bar company as such feels almost they're a part of a community because absolutely you you guys i come in here sometimes and you're going to england next week and you're bringing yeah. two three people with you for an education course or yeah. training like you're not just coming in spending eight hours behind a chair nah. chopping absolutely moving on not. day over you know there's exciting feels to men's whereas in yeah. there's almost this i don't know if, I, if i'm describing this right but there's almost this vibe coming from sam and josh that they constantly want to develop Absolutely. Their employees, bro. Deve- and that, that, not just Sam and Josh. That's no. that seems to have come and bred down to you Absolutely, now. Absolutely, because you're constantly always saying to people, you know, you head over to England now. I see Dill's going over, Craig's going over. They're in that 59 cafe there, Absolutely, enjoying themselves bro. over there, networking again, meeting different people. And Absolutely, bro. You wouldn't get that anywhere else. You don't, be bro. Honest. I'll be honest with you, bro. That development is the forefront of our brand. Yeah, in terms of you know what we hold valuable in terms mm-hmm. of amongst our teams and our staff is development so mm-hmm. one thing that we can say humbly that we offer that no other brand at the minute mm-hmm. offers you know there's there's brands in this city that that you know don't get me wrong great brands they're busy they get business but there's absolutely zero development put into their staff zero development mm-hmm. you know their staff come in they work eight hours a day and they go home there's and that's one, it yeah that's it Nothing and that's else. it the, the employees not gaining mean, anything else nothing. other than money i know i mean even the structure of the company is is so old-fashioned mm-hmm. you've got the owner and five staff, five mm-hmm. barbers. So with that structure, right, that structure that's in place, you've got the owner and you've got the five barbers. There's no development career-wise, mm-hmm. there's no development in your, you know, your, your actual, you know, craft, which mm-hmm. is being able to cut hair, right? There's no development across the board. So what we've set out as mentors to do is to revolutionize the whole industry, not just through cutting hair, mm-hmm. but through the actual structure of the business. So. You know, w- within the brands, you know, generally speaking, with that old system where it's one director, mm-hmm. one owner, five barbers, they all end up just leaving because there's no progression. Ladder. There, there's no ladder. So you, if they're you, looking right, okay, eventually, none. potentially, I want to end up being the manager of the shop. That's it. Right. There's no route for that. There's no kind of journey I can take yeah. to do that because I need to be the owner to run the shop. Literally, the owner runs the shop, and there's managers as such 
but they're not trained how to be no. managers. They're not you've got like, management skills. Let's go back to Reza. Yeah. You, you've got an operations manager. Yes. If you didn't have that, and the fibs for shop opens, what would you do? You you, you can allocate responsibility to a person that you have enough trust in. Absolutely. You couldn't do that if you hadn't got the right people in place. Yeah, and, and I like the way you're going on with saying, you know, there's actually kind of like channels to this business that there's this person has such a role, this person has Absolutely. such a role, and if this person is off sick or can't make it in because they're on holidays, well then Absolutely. we'll train you to transition exactly. in. And there's always that element That's what we have real as business. It, yeah. it's, it's real, we've adopted a corporate structure yeah, into yeah. a salon environment, yeah. right? So we've got, you know, at the top tier of the company is the directors of the whole company, right? And we make it clear from day one that as a stylist, it's not impossible for you to become yes. a director. Like I, I, I became a director. Like I was, I went to men's sport as a stylist. You're from, the, you're the, from the ground, Glenn. Bottom of the chain. From the yeah. ground up. Almost that you as an apprentice, you know what I mean? You did. And Entry level. Entry all level. The way up. All the way up. And then yeah. at the end, ended up. And, no, <laughs> congratulations. Well, congratulations. Because yeah. you have to but give credit where it's due. You've really built yeah, yourself man. up. You have. That, that, that was the plan. I, mean, yeah, I went yeah. there with a, with a goal of taking yeah. you know, the brand you back to You smashed all the hordes you know in I mean? your way and have made yourself become what I mean. you wanted. Yeah. That, that was the plan. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want to just be a stylist. Or a sty and, you know, mm -hmm. Mentor gave me that progression route from mm -hmm. stylist to senior stylist to mm -hmm. manager to director. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not even just being a director because at Mentor, like, we offer every stylist if the stylist you know meets our requirements you know mm -hmm. we, we don't just give salons to any staff members mm -hmm. it's not like that no to be to become a men's board director and own your own salon you know you have to show certain characteristics certain mm -hmm. traits of certain being a leader attributes. being a manager because for us it'd be an absolute ball like to just give someone yeah. a salon that didn't necessarily need to you know that didn't have the requirements to run a salon mm -hmm. so um that's one kind of like route as well you've seen you could see the stepping stone for you. Exactly. So the fact that you could see, right, I can end up here in five years, you can set a goal. Exactly. Whereas like you said, if you go into a barber shop any other and you're company, working on the floor, no progression. Five years, you're probably not gonna get anywhere different unless you open your own shop and Absolutely. then you know and that's, that's obviously a, a very difficult task. But that's where brands fail, do you know what I mean? And mm. you see massive that's that structure is the is the reason why this industry hasn't developed because you've got brands, right, that mm. have two or three shops that one person is running the whole operation. It's probably stressed out our brains, right? Mm -hmm. And there's no structure in any of those shops. There's no consistency, there's no brand consistency between the haircuts, between the service, between the shops. It's a mess. Mm -hmm. So we set out yeah. to change that and we've the structure we've adopted is very simple. We've got directors at the top tier that are either, you know, you know, directors can control a whole country or a whole area mm -hmm. or just one shop. Right, it depends on what so you've position. got a director of the director education, of or director, director of, of Ireland, director exactly. of UK, clearly, and that person yeah. is essentially a, a shareholder in the business. So, um, you know, we've got a, a new company in Ireland, which is called Mensport Ireland, which is a new company, mm -hmm. which is, it is which is comprised mm -hmm. of a few of, of myself, Sam, and Josh. That are we essentially um, set that company up to then give opportunity to the, the stylists and the salons in, in in Dublin opportunities to open their own salons. So, you know, in our shops, we've got. You know, stylists, senior stylists, creative directors, and business managers. Um, and that's what me and Reza are working on at the minute, is we're putting the system in place, you know, for people to, to fall into these positions, and not only earn money from cutting hair, but earn money from targets and bonuses and relief. So, for instance, now Craig um, is the, the business manager of this salon. Mm -hmm. now, which is great to hear, which is because amazing, you've it's just him, said it yourself, you've came up with him. Yeah, me, me, me and You Craig were able to put business, Craig, not you, but, as creating this this Ireland brand, yeah. you guys were able to come up together and, and 
still be fulfilled positions that. that you wanted to always fulfill, not Absolutely. just being a stylist. Absolutely, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And you know, Craig, that's amazing. Now, I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. and you know, he's that's why we took Reza on board. Because Reza obviously is uh, has got a lot of experience, a wealth of experience externally, externally, to yeah, which he, is very he important for uh, McDonald's, which are obviously a huge chain, yeah. not just as a no. he wasn't just flipping burgers, he was a business manager for McDonald's, in McDonald's so which is like we know how much money's coming bro, in now. McDonald's crazy, we, we can talk about the customers mental, coming in and the food mental, going out, but yeah money at behind it all in the accounts have you ever seen the founder their movie the mcdonald's movie no, no? it's amazing no. watch but i'm glad you recommended it because obviously everybody it's amazing in it's basically it breaks down the structure the business structure within yeah. mcdonald's which they've got thousands of of stores globally stores, yeah, their, their business structure is mm-hmm. second to none and reza was trained fully in in their business mm-hmm. structure so he's implementing that into mensport which is a big help but obviously, i see though you obviously have a vision yeah and through utilizing reza and these different you know type of employees you can then put that into practice because you are still you're, you're the director of the company but your passion is cutting hair yeah, yeah your passion is, men, is men's grooming so exactly. you probably wouldn't be able to step away from the chair while still fulfilling your your passion absolutely well, and do not, all these yeah. things so you're really doing it the right way you've got like a, almost like a chessboard you're kind of moving things correctly exactly. that, yeah. that, that, that's what yeah, yeah exactly like you know i read a very good book as well called the e-myth the years e-myth. ago I highly recommend to anyone that wants to get into business is the e-myth and it, ba- it breaks down a very simple um, process for small why small businesses fail yeah you know obviously you've done great things with men's boy you've, you've really done well Cheers, yourself bro. here and I'm, i can't congratulate you enough um but i'm just wondering what what kind of advice would you give to somebody starting off you know somebody that has that drive and ambition that you know i want to open my own cafe or i want to sell this type of product or whatever something that can give them that kick and that bit of extra motivation what absolutely, do you find man. helps you man absolutely um so for me like like pretty much man from day one I've always kind of I suppose had the ambition to, to do well do you know what I mean mm-hmm. from even like most people that would say that know me that I don't really have to do things do you know what I mean and I like to do things either to the full extent mm-hmm. or I don't do them at all and I think that just comes from not wanting to be mediocre do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. I've had that I've been blessed with that man th- thankfully from day one that I've had that and so that definitely spurs me on in a lot of senses um, I suppose the other thing the other big part of, I suppose, what I'd like to put to my success was having a mentor, man. Just simply actually having someone that you can turn to for advice. Um, you know, having people that are not only better than you in your field, but in business as well, marketing, whatever it is. You mm-hmm. need mentors and you need to be humble enough to have You just mentors. can't do it on your own. You, you need to have somebody you can turn to for no. advice and stuff like that. And you've got a couple of mentors, obviously. You've got Absolutely, certain people. Man. You might turn to... You know, Sam for one thing, you might turn to Josh for another. Absolutely. There's certain things well, you probably wouldn't ask. For, man. I've yeah, got, true. I've, I've always tried to have mentors and tried to find people that are in I different fields and crafts. To. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, man. It's a big, big, big part. Yeah, of it. yeah. And anyone who's in business will, will, will tell you that. that. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone who's, been, who's successful in business will tell you that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose the last thing, man, is form your own opinions. Like, I've had people tell me things that could have literally been detrimental to my business if I had to listen to and followed. And you know, my biggest thing, I suppose, I'm, like the, the biggest thing that I hold on to is that I don't take advice from anybody that's not in a position where I want to be in. Yeah, um, and I say that in the nicest way possible. But you'll get opinions from everyone when you start up a business or try to get into business. I've had, you know, advice from, you know, people that doing things legal, illegally, whatever it may be. Right. At the end of the day, don't let that opinion come on board into what you're doing unless they're in a position that you want to be in. 
they're not in a position that you want to be in, then the advice they're giving you is probably useless because mm -hmm. the proof is in the pudding at the end of the day. And you know, taking advice from the wrong person can be detrimental. So that's mm -hmm. probably one of the biggest. That's things vital. That, that's vital. crucial part of taking advice from somebody that you actually probably aspire to be, exactly. or you know, want to end up exactly. kind of going down that same route. So yeah, so probably choose your your kind of journey choose what you want to get involved Absolutely. in be the advice you give and then when you choose that then make sure you turn to the person that absolutely. knows what they're talking about in that in that area yeah absolutely um, man it's all about networking it's all about going out there reaching out to people and and just learning because absolutely. if you're dealing with people that know the same stuff as you and you're talking to them about the same kind of topics and conversations absolutely. talk to somebody about a conversation or a topic that you you don't know anything about absolutely. and just listen absolutely, you know bro. sometimes i find like sitting here with you it's not all about me talking, it's you telling me things. I've learned so much here today from, from sitting with you. And I hope the people that are listening are tuning in. Hopefully, also that, that's the intention at the end of the day. I really hope so. Um, I'm going to just attach um, Glenn's Instagram handle and the Men's for Ireland Instagram. So be sure to go over and give them a follow. Um, obviously tune in to their journey now. So you've got the Fizzboro shops opening up. Can you reveal the date or when that's going to become time frame? Kind of? Hopefully about 12 weeks. Okay, Hopefully. so 12 weeks, brilliant. Hopefully, yeah. So for people on the north side of Dublin, there's a shop coming um, local to you. Uh, for anybody that hasn't been to the Men's Bar Salon yet, it's in Angel Street. So if you're at DIT on Kevin Street, it's just adjacent on the left hand side there across from Network Cafe. and. Um, yeah, Glenn and the, the lads will be waiting in here for, for someone to make a booking and come on in. So, Glenn, Hopefully, man. thank Ross, you so much for your time. So much, man.